This is your host, Zachary Garden, and this is The Guard Post. What's up, guys? It's your host, Zach. Welcome to The Guard Post Podcast, the first episode. Episode zero is what we'll call it. And before we get into anything else, I just want to thank some people real quick. I want to thank the Broken Planet podcast. They have been really supportive this entire time throughout the whole process. They helped me with everything from tech to publishing. If you are at all interested in NFL news and opinions, they're the podcast to listen to. They do a great job. They post weekly episodes on Wednesdays or Thursdays on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. JB and TK do an amazing job. They're really engaging. They're fantastic at what they do i really enjoy listening to them they're super fun listen so make sure you go and listen to them on apple music and apple, apple not apple music apple podcasts and spotify the second group of people i want to thank is going to be the sea of dragons podcast they have been super helpful when it comes to tech and editing and how to handle interviews their first episode will be going up late december so make sure you keep an eye out for that they have a great list of guests coming up and you should definitely be looking out for their podcast they're gonna do an amazing job covering the seattle dragons and it's gonna be really fun building this community of um, fan podcasts with them specifically so make sure you keep a lookout for that next episode coming up here in late december now that we got that over with i'm just going to talk about what this episode is going to hold and then what my plan is for the future of these podcasts this right here is episode zero the intro This episode is going to be just an introduction to me, an introduction to what I plan to do here and why I chose the Guardians for this podcast, um, and kind of just how I analyze things. And then we'll get into a little football talk at the end, but there won't be a whole lot. This is mostly just an introduction to me as a person and what you can expect from this podcast moving on. So first off, I'm just going to talk about myself. My name is Zachary Garten. Like I said earlier, I'm a junior. I'm a junior college student here in Oregon. I go to George Fox University. I'm a journalism major and I used to play football. I played football for 10 years. I recently stopped due to a shoulder injury, but I played high school and college ball, D3 ball. So it's a little bit lower level of competition. I played mostly safety and a little receiver in high school, but I played mostly safety in high school and college. So I'm really familiar with the defensive side of the ball. And that's kind of my football experience. I've been around coaches a lot so I've learned a lot through kind of osmosis of the game and just absorbing everything around me but then also I spent some time writing about the AAF last year the spring of 2018 covering the AAF and I guess this was 2019 wow okay yeah spring of 2019 apologize so I covered the AAF I covered the San Diego fleet specifically I wrote a bunch of articles for the East Village Times and that was super helpful for me to grow and my analysis and understanding players and watching film so that was really useful for me and that kind of expanded my knowledge but that's kind of my background in sports and everything else I'm a military brat myself I to get into a little more personal th- personal side of things I'm 21 I'm a military brat I've moved around a lot my whole life I'm a, from North Carolina I'm a Carolina fan, I'm a Carolina Panthers fan, a Charlotte Hornets fan, North a Carolina Hurricanes fan, a UNC fan. So those are kind of just my pro um, allegiances. And yeah, so that's a little bit about me here. Now I'm going to talk to you about why I chose the Guardians specifically and why I decided to podcast by the, about the XFL and a specific team. I decided to podcast about the XFL because it was a matter of opportunity. I wanted to do something like this last year for the AF, but instead I decided to write because I wasn't super confident in my own voice. And that's something I've decided to work on a little bit with this. And I've just decided there's an opportunity here. There's a lack of fan coverage about specific teams. 
So I decided to kind of full send it and go for this opportunity. And I'm super excited about it. Now, why I chose the um, New York Guardians. First off, there's no North Carolina team. I was really sad. I was hoping there'd be like maybe a Raleigh team. There's no football team in Raleigh, so that was a hope. But since there isn't any, I had to choose a new team. So first off, I'm going to look at who's drafted to who. And the first thing I looked for was where was Frank Ginda going? You may not know Frank Ginda. He's a linebacker from San Jose State. He played for the San Diego Fleet for while they were a team. And he was the backup linebacker. But he was personally, he was really good. He should have been playing more. I really liked his film. He's, he's a fun athlete to watch. So I kind of fell in love with him as an athlete and a prospect. So that kind of drew me toward the Guardians when they drafted him. And then I looked at the roster and I saw Mikhail McKay, DeMarcus Ayers, Joe Mbu. And there's one guy from the Arizona team that I cannot remember that's now on the New York Guardians. But those are guys I saw that immediately drew me towards this team. And I was like, okay, this team interests me. I'd love to watch this team. I might choose to be a fan of this team. And then the uniforms came out and I was instantly like, yes, this is the team I'm going for. I personally think these are the best uniforms. I love them. They're simple, but they're effective. I love the gray away uniforms. So that's kind of why I chose the Guardians and why I chose the podcast about the XFL as a whole. That's kind of why I decided to do this. But now I'm just going to talk about my view on analysis real quick and how I plan to analyze things on this podcast. I've been kind of a film-driven guy myself throughout my time. I've never really truly believed in numbers. They're a useful tool when it comes to finding athletes and choosing to cover and look at certain athletes but you really want to watch the film that's how you're going to find everything that you need to know and whether this guy is going to be successful for the long term because numbers often come from small sample sizes and that's worrying because you can't always get a good idea of what this guy can do from just those numbers so an example is the Carolina Panthers quarterback Kyle Allen he played really well through the first four or five games of the year that he played in he had like nine touchdowns to zero interceptions he fumbled a lot and that was worrying but that was just something you saw but over the last six games he's played really badly he's thrown a lot of interceptions had a lot of turnovers through very few touchdowns and the offense has really struggled with him at the helm and you kind of see that as a regression to the mean of what he can do if you watch the film early in the season you saw his process was a little off he really struggled to make things happen in the pocket and he really struggled to just stay in the pocket. He really didn't have good pocket presence. So those are some things you saw early on that you could have picked up if you watched the film and been like, okay, this guy may not be as good as advertised. And that could have stalled the hype train and really stopped some of these rumors about Cam Newton leaving and different things like that. But that's me getting a little sidetracked. That's just an example of how numbers can be deceiving and why the film is kind of the end-all be-all for me when it comes to analysis. And just a little bit more on that analysis side, these first couple episodes after this kind of trailer episode will be just going through like one through five up to the first week of the season will be mostly analysis based episodes where I'm analyzing the first couple position groups and different things like that. So wide receivers, QBs and understanding like, hey, how does this group look? How do these players look? Who's going to start? Who's going to make the team and different things like that. So those are some things I'm going to look at, and those are going to be the first couple episodes. Then I'm going to get more into interviews with certain players and analyzing the matchup for the week and what key matchups there will be and different things like that. So that's something I'm super excited about, and I just wanted to throw that in there really quick just to give you guys a heads up of what I plan to do, and I'll retouch on this at the end of the episode. Now I'm just going to talk about my goal for this podcast. I want to educate and inform you guys. It's something I really want to do and really I'm excited to do. I want to talk to you guys about football. I want to let you know what I think is going on on the field and how that can be solved or that can be improved upon. 
And yeah, I just want to teach you guys, teach you what I know. It may not be more. You may know more than me, which is perfectly fine. If so, you can teach me. But it's all about teaching and different things like that. I'm also excited to create a community. I want to create a fun and interactive community with you guys and create a fun and interactive product so you guys can interact with me and this podcast a lot more. I'm super excited to do that, and that's something I really plan to buckle down on and create this interactive product and this help build this community around the New York Guardians. So now now that I'm kind of done with all the non-football talk and kind of the logistics of this podcast and what it's going to be, let's get into a little bit of football talk here. I'm going to start off with the idea that, hey, what is this offense and defense going to look like for the New York Guardians? We're going to start with the offense. It's a little bit easier to analyze here. Kevin Gilbride's your head coach. He's an offensive coordinator for the New York Giants and the Houston Oilers before they were the Houston Texans. We're going to look at that. So you kind of see the run and shoot offense in his system a lot. He ran it with Warren Moon. He kind of modernized it a little bit into a more of a pro style offense with the New York Giants and Eli Manning. But there was still some things with the run and shoot. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of what became more prominent with the New York Guardians, a faster play style to keep it exciting. A lot of passes, actually. And I wouldn't be surprised with our wide receiver core if that's what he went for. So that's something I'm super excited to see. It's going to be more of a run and shoot, high volume, lots of passes, lots of shorter to intermediate passes where there's a lot of option routes. It's going to test our receivers' route running ability a lot. So I'm super excited for that. And yeah, that's what the offense is going to look like a little bit. Kevin Gilbride has been pretty well accomplished. He had a really good offense in Houston and also with the Giants. He had a couple really good years there. He's had a couple top five offenses which is really promising and I'm super excited for how it's going to turn out this defense is a little more confusing there's not a lot on John Herman the defensive coordinator I knew he was defensive coordinator for Michigan back from 1997 to 2004 in 1997 they had the number one total defense in the nation with Michigan and that's really good they won a national championship that year he kind of fell off near the end where he was allowing 20-something points per game for Michigan. That's not good enough, apparently, in 2004. So then he went on to be a position coach in the NFL for a couple years and spent some time with Kevin Gilbride with the Giants when they had a pretty good defense on those playoff runs. So super excited. But we don't really know what this is going to look like because I don't really have a lot of film from his Michigan days, and I doubt he's going to bring that to here. So we just have to look at the roster a little bit. And from what I'm seeing, I'm expecting more of a 3-4 look. There's a lot of linebackers that were pass rushers in college. So I'm expecting a lot of outside linebackers like Darnell Leslie to be pass rushers moving forward. And that's going to be really interesting to watch them transition to this 3-4. Well, not really transition, but open up with this 3-4 because it gives you a lot of variability. But it sometimes struggles against the run. So it'll be interesting to watch that. But yeah, that's kind of what I expect this defense to be. It's going to be probably going to be a 3-4. Probably a little blitz-heavy if he's going to follow his Michigan roots because I'm pretty sure they were a blitz-heavy team back in the day. Don't know a whole lot about that era. I was before I was watching football. I was born in 1998. I'm a young guy, so I don't know a whole lot about that. I need to do a little more research, and I'll let you guys know what I see then. But that's what you can expect the defense to look like. And real quick, I'm just going to throw out some names on both sides of the ball position-wise that you should keep an eye on. I plan to do some player profiles going into this of some of these players just to give you an idea and probably some threads on them on Twitter where I put some film and video on them out there and analyze it a little bit as we get closer to the season. 
so defensively, there's guys like Ranthony Tejada, a cornerback out of TCU. He spent some time with the Redskins as an undrafted free agent and also the CFL. Love his man technique. He's a really sticky guy. He's a little undersized at 5'10 and 180, so he can see some time at slot corner, but I'm really intrigued by him. Frank Ginda, like I said, love him. He's a downhill run defender type of linebacker. He just kind of struggles in pass coverage a little bit. He could work on that, but... I really love his athletic ability and just his ability to know where the ball is and diagnose runs. Uh, Darnell Leslie, like I said, is an intriguing pass rusher out of Monmouth. He is 6'2", 235. He could bulk up a little bit if he wants to be an outside linebacker. But I really like his pass rushing ability. He's got a good burst and he's got good bend, which is going to be hard to find at the XFL. And that's really intriguing to me. And then Toby Johnson is a nose tackle that I really like. He spent a lot of time in the NFL bouncing around teams. He spent time with like five NFL teams most prominently the Minnesota Vikings where he got some playing time during the regular season I really like what he's got he's got pretty good burst he's a big dude he's a nose tackle kind of guy he likes to eat up blocks and he's got a motor which I love from a big guy offensively there's some guys should look out for is Garrett Fugate out of Central Missouri he's a QB he's about 6'2 210 pounds he's a big prototypical type of, type of guy He's got pretty decent arm strength. I'm a little worried about his accuracy and pocket presence, but he's got good athleticism, which is big. I can see him battling for that number two spot because he's a little more like Matt McGloin than Marquise Williams is. Marquise Williams is more mobile, comes from a different system than Matt McGloin, but I could honestly see Marquise Williams and Matt McGloin really doing well in that kind of run-and-shoot system. So those guys are going to be guys you want to look for in this offense. Cyrus Juanjo is an offensive tackle that you really should be looking for. I'm really excited for what he brings to this team. He's kind of big. He's 6'7", 330-something pounds. He's from Alabama. He spent some time with the Bills in the NFL. Kind of struggles in pass pro, but he's a really good offensive tackle that I could see starting on this left side. And plus, his brother's on this team, Ari Quanjo. He's an offensive guard. They could both team up on that left side of the line. Communication is huge on the offensive line, and I think that could be really useful for them. Two other guys I just want to bring up really quick while I close out is Matt Colborn. He's a running back out of Wake Forest. He could fill a scat back type of role, a lot of screens, a lot of pass catching ability out of him. He's about 5'10", 201 pounds. He's a stocky guy. He shows great quickness. doesn't have the best burst, but he's really quick in this short area, and I think that could be really useful as a scat back, route running type back out of the backfield. And Darmarcus Ayers is another guy I really like, 5'10", 190 He's a wide receiver out of Houston. He spent some time with the Steelers in the NFL. He's a really quick, explosive play kind of guy. Ran a lot of goes and screens in Houston. I like his big play ability. A little worried about his route running. I think he shows what it takes to be a good route runner. I just haven't seen him run a lot of routes. But I love what he brings to the team. I think he could be a pretty good slot guy. And that's kind of what I love about him. He can play outside in slot. But I can see him taking up that slot role, being a little bit of a smaller guy. That's going to be all for today. This is episode zero. Thank you guys for listening. This is Zachary Garten signing out. Stay on duty, Guardians fans.